You have that within you. You are biologically designed to be able to handle anything that is thrown at you because that is just who you are. Your existence is a statistical impossibility and mistakes are proven to be constant with the universe. There's nothing in this life that does not make mistakes. guys what's up welcome back to another episode of growing with henna thank you so much for being here today um, today's episode is going to be about medication and i'm specifically speaking about medication for mental health now this episode is for anyone that has been thinking about starting medication has been curious about what medication is like or you just want to learn more about it so i started medication when I was hospitalized or when I was around 17 years old and then I was on and off of them for about two years. I'm not on medication anymore. I haven't taken medication for about two years um, and I've tried a few different ones. For example, I've been on Trazodone, Celexa, um, Sertraline, also known as Zoloft and Venlafaxin. I'm sure there are others but I just can't bring them to mind now. Now, how did I feel on medication? Now, I know it's different for everyone, but the experience that I had on medication, I found that it was really the same feeling that my friends had on their medications too. And I'm talking about my friends that I lived with in the residential home and my friends that I was hospitalized with. Now, for me personally, medication just made me feel like a zombie. It definitely helped how I was feeling at the time and what I was feeling. And I definitely believe it did save my life, but it also muted out all of my other emotions. I felt very emotionally numb and it was, I couldn't even cry. It was difficult to cry. Now, for a long time, I really labeled myself as the scary, depressed girl and, you know, weighed down by my mental illness. And even when I truly didn't need medication, I still found myself being drawn to it because I felt like that was my only answer. I didn't believe that I was strong enough to get out of my pain on my own. Now, I don't think that medication is something completely unneeded or unnecessary because it definitely did save my life a few times. But I also believe that people should only turn to medication when they just need something to hang on to for a few months. In other words, I found that medication only truly saved me when I was a genuine danger to myself constantly. And I couldn't even go a day, let alone a few minutes without harming myself or thinking of suicide as the only solution to my problems. Now, if taken otherwise... Yes, it might make you feel better, but you also won't be able to feel other things and it really doesn't solve anything. It's kind of like having a super messy room in your house and your solution to that mess is closing the door. You know, although that may make you feel better, it will make you forget about it. You might even feel happy that the rest of your house looks clean 
and whatnot, but that's still there. It doesn't solve the problem. You might feel good for a few months, but at the you know, at some point you have to open the door and go in and clean up that mess for you to truly feel better. It starts from within. Now, William Glasser, an American psychiatrist that um, he wrote a book called Choice Theory, he says that being a victim can take on all forms, but sometimes people have more strength and power than they realize. Now, Dr. Glassel, Glasso, <laughs> Dr. Glasser also made the point that medications may make you feel better, but they will not actually solve the problems of your life. In other words, the whole point of medication is to be off of them and to not rely on them. Now, this ideology is controversial, but again, I wholeheartedly agree with this because I speak from personal experience and I was so shocked when I heard of a psychiatrist having this kind of ideology because my therapist is actually the one that mentioned him to me and I was so taken aback when she did because for a while I thought I wanted to be a psychiatrist but I ended up deciding against it because I do not want my profession and only source of income to be prescribing medications for people because I don't think that solves the problem. Again, for some cases it might, but only for the time being. It's like putting a band-aid over an amputated leg. Like it might help a little bit, but doesn't solve the problem and I believe that we all have the ability to self-heal with the right community faith and coping skills now because I used to be someone that had such a fixed mindset that my genetics and brain chemistry were doomed to be how I was feeling because it ran you know depression runs in my family and I didn't think that I had anything I didn't think I was anyone special or extraordinary to be able to come out of it now although I was quote-unquote correct on paper the results of my life speak louder than those words because I'm living proof of it and ultimately all I did was I altered my brain chemistry from the inside I had to start thinking acting and being completely opposite to how I was then. I was uncomfortable all the time. Growth does not come unless you are a little bit uncomfortable. It comes with that little bit of resistance. Same reason why when you go to the gym and you pick up weights, it's not easy. You feel uncomfortable when you lift those weights, but you understand that you need to push yourself a little bit in order to grow. Now, it's the same thing for your brain. It's the same thing for life. The adversity we have in life it's like our life gym you know and the way we deal with those problems nothing will change unless we put ourselves and solve them by doing things that make us uncomfortable in other words is it a conversation that you're not having that you're scared to have is it um, a gym membership that you've been waiting to sign up for or a personal trainer that you want to hire but you just feel like you don't have the money or the time and you don't want to prioritize that you know what is something in your life that you have been allowing yourself to feel comfortable with for so long now I don't think that me coming out of my mental illness is anything extraordinary however I do believe that I am a person that is extraordinary. <laughs> it sounds a bit contradictory, but I think that everyone has something so special within them simply because they exist. 
I think that what I did is something that's available to everyone. And, you know, the thing, the only thing that really changed my life was that I had to keep being uncomfortable, telling myself things that I didn't believe at the time. And I had to keep that going for months and months and months. And it was so hard. It felt like I was flailing my arms helplessly, hoping for a better outcome. But soon I started to believe the affirmations that I was telling myself. And I started surrounding myself with a community that believed in me. I was not able to do it by myself. I wasn't the one that even, I, you know, none of that, none of these, what am I saying? <laughs> none of the thoughts that I have today were something that just completely came from within myself. It all came from my experience of others in the world around me. And it started by changing my environment, my social circle to people that I respected and I admired and only to people that believed in me, you know, and it was from their unconditional love constantly and being in a, I was in a leadership program at the time, being in a program where I was able to grow with other people and we worked on our lives together that changed my life. Now, I was so addicted, you know, I believe that at some level, and I don't think this is just me, um, at the time, I was so addicted to my sadness because my brain was so used to those feelings and thoughts being the only synapses fired off in my brain all of the time. So I had to literally create new connections in my brain by first changing my thinking. And, you know, even if at first my wounds screamed to me not to believe any of it, it starts from your thoughts. Your thoughts build your actions. Your actions build your habits and your habits build your life. I had to start from within. And this is why so many people have a hard time with changing their life genuinely, like a 360. Even though deep down they know that they want to, this is why it's difficult because you literally need to alter your brain chemistry. It doesn't, you know, and I don't even say this to overwhelm overwhelm you. I'm saying that it's not easy, but I'm saying that it is worth it. And you have that within you. We have this within all of us because this is our biology. Even just if you were to study neuroplasticity and the biology of the brain, the facts speak so much louder than any kind of disempowering conversation that you may have around it. Um, there's this man, his name is Jim Quick. Oh, this is a perfect example. I just finished this book called Limitless by Jim Quick. And he is a man that suffered a very traumatic brain injury when he was in kindergarten. And since then, he had such a hard time learning in school. He was much slower than all of his classmates. And his teachers would label him as the boy with a broken brain. <laughs> That's so traumatizing. You know, how can, can you even imagine? Like, yeah, so he was labeled as the boy with a broken brain. And, you know, when he would read in class, he would go very slow. His classmates were frustrated with him and he had to be held back. And he had his own 
handful of adversities through this. But because of it, he had to teach himself how to how to learn things faster and how to build his brain back. Now, he has become a celebrity brain coach. Who he is today, he's a celebrity brain coach that teaches people how to learn faster and upgrade their life. And let me just tell you, there's this one section in the book where he teaches you how to read faster. And after reading like one page, he explains a section on how to read faster. And he has you count your word count. So at first, my amount of words that I read per minute was 250. And then after recalculating it, after using the tips that he gave me, it increased to 359 words per minute. And that was that happened in less than two minutes, you know, and I was just like, what the heck? And so this book is amazing. I highly recommend it. Um, this podcast is not big enough to be sponsored in any way. So this is just me speaking from my heart. This book has changed my life. So I, if you, if this sounds anything of interest to you, I highly recommend reading it. Um, it definitely has upgraded my brain more than it has been. Um, but yes, I mentioned him also because he talks about neuroplasticity and he explains the science of the brain and how our brains pretty much have, you know, we do not have an infinite infinite amount of connections, but in our lifetimes, it might as well be. We can consume 10 times more of the amount of information that we are able to take in in just one lifetime. Now, according to medicinenet.com, neuroplasticity is the brain's ability to reorganize itself by forming new neural connections throughout life. Neuroplasticity allows the neurons or nerve cells in the brain to compensate for injury and disease and to adjust their activities in response to new situations or to changes in their environment. Now, I totally didn't just Google this and I completely had this prepared ahead of time. (laughs) Um, But that is your answer. That is the answer to growth. That is what changed my life neuroplasticity you have that within you you are biologically designed to be able to handle anything that is thrown at you because that is just who you are your existence is a statistical impossibility and mistakes are proven to be constant with the universe there's nothing in this life that does not make mistakes And your existence is perfection because it is constant with the universe and perfection is is a concept that has been completely human created because there's nothing in this world that has ever proven to be perfect. So I want to remind you of that. I want to encourage you that no matter what you're feeling or what you're going through right now, you have everything you need to get out of it, to get through it because that is how your brain was designed and that is who you are. I'm here for you. I hear you. I see you. I love you. I'm so grateful for you. And if you have any questions or ideas on what you want to hear from me, please DM me on Instagram. Please leave me a review on iTunes or Apple Podcast. And 
Thank you so much for listening today. Until next time, keep on growing.